0: you 're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St Columbus Parish, North Lycard, on the sixth Sunday in ordinary time and now here 's Father Peter the Lord be with you, a reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Luke. Jesus came down with the twelve and stopped at a piece of level ground where there was a large gathering of his disciples with a great crowd of people from all parts of Judea and from Jerusalem and from the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and be cured of their diseases. Then, fixing his eyes on his disciples, he said, How happy are you who are poor, yours is the kingdom of God. Happy are you who are hungry now, you shall be satisfied. Happy you who weep now, you shall laugh. Happy are you when people hate you, drive you out, abuse you, denounce your name as criminal on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice when that day comes and dance for joy, for then your reward will be great in heaven. This was the way their ancestors treated the prophets. But alas for you who are rich. You are having your consolation now. Alas for you who have your fill now, you shall go hungry. Alas for you who laugh now, you shall mourn and weep. Alas for you when the world speaks well of you. This was the way their ancestors treated the false prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. Some time ago, I was sitting with a lady having a cup of tea the week before we had buried her husband who died in rather tragic circumstances. We were chatting about the funeral and how wonderful it was to see so many of her family and friends there. The prayers, the music and all of those kind of things. And she looked at me and she said, you know, I don't know what I'd do without my faith. It struck me very um, forcibly in that moment that it was faith that had helped to bring this woman through what were rather tragic circumstances. It's faith that often drives us on too. Tonight we we hear these beatitudes. Um, We've heard them many times before. Tonight's version from Luke is somewhat different. It's not a sermon on the mount, it's a sermon on the plain. Notice they came to a level piece of ground, and Luke's version is quite different to Matthew's and Mark's. And I've gotta be honest, I don't like this translation very much of happy are the poor in spirit and so forth. I much prefer the translation that says blessed. So what does it mean? I think it, it hinges on what this actually means, this happy or blessed, or as the Greeks call it, beatitudine. Surely we're not happy in any sense when we're poor or grieving or sad or being persecuted. That is, if we judge happiness as being an emotion, something that we feel. Interestingly, Aristotle had lots to say about this. Aristotle wrote lots about beatitudine, and he called it at one stage the bloom on the cheek of youth. But more to the point, Aristotle talks about beatitudine, blessedness, happiness, as being knowledge of the good, is the phrase that he uses. He goes on to talk about how we can feel happy in a broader sense when we live the good life, when we do what we know to be right. But we often think of this, this happiness as being an emotion more akin to joy, well, joy is an emotion, a happiness that is instantaneous. But the happiness of beatitudine is something that is more about our knowledge of living the good life, of doing what we believe is right. And I think, thinking about that woman, that it's got something to do with the way that we place our trust, our faith, and our hope in our God, and there are two dimensions to it. Tonight, Luke's version seems to talk about it in what theologians call an eschatological sense. I know, big old Greek word, but what it means is about the end times. In other words, about heaven. So if we live the good life here, we will be happy in eternity. We will be blessed in eternity. The poor, the suffering, the weak, Those who mourn, those who live the good life will be rewarded at the end of time. But I think that Jesus was pointing to something more than that, that it's also about this life, the here and now. We too can feel blessed and in that broader sense of happiness, we can feel happy living what we believe is the good life. We do fail, we do sin we are at times doing things that we know perhaps to be wrong. I'd like to ask you tonight, does that make you happy? Do you feel blessed when you fail? Because in a sense, perhaps the opposite of of tonight's Beatitudes, our, our happy list, is guilt. The guilt that we can feel when we are not living God's word and his love in our lives. And so once again, We are challenged tonight to recognize that the values of this world of wealth, power, influence, do not bring happiness. But in a sense, we don't feel joy, that instantaneous emotion, when we are suffering, when we feel sad, (laughs) when we mourn, when we're hungry, when we are without money. But yet in those moments, we too can feel that blessedness as we place our trust and our hope in our God. Just as that grieving widow recognised that her faith was able to carry her through these dark moments of her life, Jesus challenges his disciples to recognise different values to the values of the world, to recognise that poverty of spirit, mourning and sadness can actually be things that draw us closer to our god jesus when he was on this earth spent his time with the poor the needy the sinners the people whom the world reviled and yet he chose them as being his witnesses in the world in our own failings we too can place our trust and our hope in our god when we too are suffering when we too are feeling sad when we are grieving when we are feeling sometimes reviled by this world because of the choices we make, that too can be the time when we are blessed in the sense of being closest to our God.